Warning, the following podcast contains strong language which some listeners may find offensive. The Untitled Wrestling Podcast is on all the usual social media outlets. Do your bit to support us on Facebook and YouTube at Untitled Wrestling Podcast, Twitter, Twitch and Discord at Untitled Rest Pod. Give us a like, share, subscribe and join our flourishing community of not just wrestling fans, but gamers, podcasters, musicians and more. This just in. We're in the same room. <laughs> Hello, welcome to the Untitled Wrestling Podcast. The sexy action news team are back. Troy is here in Liverpool with me. My whoop, name whoop. is Jay. As always, joined by Troy. As I said, we're in the same room. We went to Top Row Brewing last night. Had a lovely old time. Lovely, lovely time. Um, yeah, and it's all good. So we're going to talk about some news today. Uh, if you've got any scoops you want to let us know about, scoops, uh, hit us up on Twitter and Discord at Untitled Rest Pod or Facebook Untitled Wrestling Podcast. Yes, please, and thank you. Without further ado, let's get to it. So, uh, have given an update on Chad Gable's contract, saying um, there was heavy speculation this spring, this spring about the contract status of Chad Gable after AEW's Dax Harwood tweeted that he was available roughly in May. Obviously, that period has come, has come and gone. And um, they're told that the tweet was actually in jest and Gable's contract with WWE stars, plenty of time left on it. Gable's currently involved in a story where he's been coaching Otis and occasionally teaming with him. And um, Fightful were also told that um, several AEW wrestlers have said if Gable pick- becomes available, they will push heavily to get him in the company. Yeah. Rightfully so as well. He's yeah. a very, very, very talented very. guy. I put something actually in the AEW bit, um, which is pretty much linked to this, I'll say it anyway. So several AEW stars told Fightful Select that they'll join Dax Harwood in lobbying the company to sign Chad Gable as soon as he becomes a free agent. Harwood's uh, tweet about Gable, as you say, was a joke, but the site reports that his contract still has a lot of time left on it. Yeah, um, yeah he's awesome. I, I quite like this role that he's in with Otis now, though. Yeah, this kind of coach, like mentor. It, like I still want to see him wrestle more. It doesn't feel like he wrestles anywhere near as much. It's weird because they've literally got like another Kurt Angle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And yet they don't really use him in that way. They use him no. a bit more as like a big comic relief, and that's fine. He's he's quite a funny guy. He's got like a natural charisma to him. But yeah. at the same time, he's a phenomenal wrestler. Yeah, and he should be getting used way more. Yeah, in my yeah, opinion. yeah. Um, yeah, it'd be awesome to see it like. He, him flourish uh, and be given a kind of a real chance to kind of show what he can do because we see it in kind of like spurts here and there and stuff but as you say he's kind of in this like slightly comedic role which is fine it's a funny guy but um, yeah just fucking wrestle more Bring back um, yeah um, but they I don't know we'll see as I say it sounds like there's a lot of time left in his contract so it's not going to be going anywhere anytime soon. Uh, moving on, TMZ reports that Jimmy Uso was once again arrested for DUI, uh, drunk under the influence, or dri- uh, driving under the influence. Uh, WrestleVotes added, uh, I've spoken to two sources this morning on the Jimmy Uso news. I can say with certainty that a few high-level people in power are extremely disappointed and legitimately pissed off over the arrest. This many times isn't a mistake or bad luck. It's personal judgment, not good. 
um, yeah, P- play silly games, win yeah. surprises. I mean, it's the third time he's been fourth, isn't it? No, third. It's the third. Checked, I oh, checked okay. before we started yeah. just to make sure. I was <laughs> um, third time, second in two years. First one was in twenty eleven. Yeah. Um, I mean, the, the the main thing is like you you hope he's all right. You hope he's yeah, of course, doing okay. And he's uh, but the other thing, the other side to it is. He's not only putting himself in danger doing that, is he? Yeah. He's putting all the people Anyone in danger. Else on the road. Um, yeah, yeah. And he's, as as we say, it's the third time. Mm. Like, me, hopefully, third time's a charming and, like, kind of realising. That's the realisation. That that he needs to fucking pack it in. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, just, it's, it's not good at all. As you say, it's not even just his own health that's at risk. It's it's anyone else that's kind of within that. That radius. Yeah. I did, I did see something as well. Um, Vince hasn't decided whether he's going to take him off TV or not. Oh, really? Or keep him in the storyline. Because he's... I mean, he's an integral part of the yeah. Roman storyline. Yeah. It's not like he's a bit part, no. part player. He's like... Very literally... sort of front and centre almost. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Hopefully he gets gets the, the help that he needs. Um, because, yeah, it would be a shame um, to have him off TV. Because um, he's brilliant and he's only just come back as well and yeah <coughs> absolutely um moving on to someone who was released uh not too long ago after it was revealed <coughs> that tommy n's wwe non-compete cl- uh, clause was only 30 day- days due to an oversight by wwe fightful asked buddy murphy about his status he confirmed that his non-compete clause is 90 days but wwe <laughs> called him in a panic after his re- release thinking that his might also be 30 as a result of what happened with the former Alistair Black. They offered to extend it to 90 days if Murphy so choose, but Murphy checked the details of his deal and confirmed that his non-compete is through, is through roughly August the 31st. Um, Murphy's tending to his visa situation, which has got the ball roll. He's got the ball rolling on, um, but will have to be rec- rectified by this fall to stay in the US. Yeah. Donkeys. He's, he's well shown on AEW, <clears throat> isn't he? Yeah, absolutely. The contract spot was like five days before all five out. Five days before all out. <clears throat> all yeah. out's the fifth of September is is runs in. Yeah. And the fact that as well uh, uh Alistair Black has been very openly referencing Buddy Murphy a lot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um <clears throat> in that really, really, really good video package you put up yeah. the other day. And then on Twitter yeah. as well. Um, since I, I think <coughs> I think it's a matter of time like Buddy Murphy would be a really good fit for a company like AW or, Imp- or Impact yeah. Um, yeah 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 I mean he, he, he really is the best kept secret and, yeah, like, he's awesome he, he says he says that he really is he's, so the thing he's is he so says good. it and can back it up like yeah. I remember really really enjoying his whole cruiserweight run where he got himself down to to the way he definitely wasn't 205. No. <laughs> he's definitely not 205 now. He well, if you've seen him recently, yeah, Jesus, jacked. He's huge. <laughs> um, he's gonna blow <laughs> but yeah, this this is daft, isn't it? Like, why would you not be checking your, your employees' contracts, I mean, especially after you fucking released an oh. with, with Alistair Black? At least it's kind of like. Because everyone just assumed it was ninety days, it gave us an amazing moment that we weren't sure we were going to get. Yeah, like More well, we were sure we were going to get it. We just weren't sure we were going to get it that soon. Yeah, 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 um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but it's, it's fucking crazy. Like, mm. whatever, wherever he shows up, though, he's going to do good things. Yeah. 
next up, according to Dave Meltzer of the Wrestling Observer, Cena versus Roman Reigns is locked in as the main event for WWE SummerSlam. However, Variety magazine says that John Cena's new movie named Argyle or Argyle uh, is scheduled to begin shooting in August in Europe. This has led to speculation that Cena might not be able to wrestle in a match at SummerSlam on August the 21st. Hmm. Mm. I, I think he will. I, I think, yeah. I mean, what... What's a, like? Surely there's only like a couple of weeks difference in it. Like, yeah, I mean, they they say it's starting August. They haven't said what when? date in August. Like, could you could, could start could after the twenty first. Exactly. Obviously, he's got. He'll depend on where he goes. He'll have to self isolate for yeah a couple of days. Yeah. But unless it's the UK, and then they, yeah, if you didn't know, COVID's fucking going away in two weeks. It's a free for all. It's fine. Don't worry about it's, it. It's just it's just disappearing. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's quite. What's good about this is it it kind of like opens it up to like surprise then, doesn't it? Yeah. Like yeah. if if they're saying, Oh yeah, Cena's Cena's not um not gonna be not there gonna be, and then yeah. he shows up. Yeah. It'll cool. be cool. Yeah. Um I'd if- like it to I, th- I think it'd be awesome. I think <clears throat> that storyline's already there. Like they don't have to do much build to it no. anyway. Um they just play off what's already there. Um, I hope I hope Cena's um, if he does come back, he's affected by like being in the funhouse. Yeah, oh, I just hope. comes back as full heel Cena. I hope he's like a shell of himself. Just <laughs> comes yeah. back freaked out. Um, another person who might be coming back is Brock Lesnar. Um, top lad Andrew Zarian of the Mat Men podcast has said that WWE wants Lesnar to commit to live shows. Um, they're working on his return, <clears> but it will likely occur sometime after SummerSlam. That's him turning up at SummerSlam then. <laughs> or Raw after. Yeah, yeah. Well, we've spoken about it a lot, but they're, they're treating this SummerSlam like give as us, as big as Mania, aren't they? Just give so. us Brock first, Bobby Lashley. Do it. Cowards. Just have the fucking hoss fight we just, all want. <laughs> at this point, I wouldn't be disappointed to have Brock Lesnar back. I know some people don't care for him at all, and as soon as the kind of news broke a few weeks ago that he was likely going to be coming back and it was met with... A lot of groans, yeah. Um, I'm genuinely I, excited to see him come back. I love Brock. He's whenever he, it, the thing with Brock is if he's in a match, he's in, he's interested in having. Yeah, it comes across. You can he'll, tell. Yeah, he'll have an awesome match. But if he's in a match that WWE are like, oh yeah, we want you to do this match. Yeah, and he's, he's just going through the motions, sort of thing. Yeah, he'll yeah. just he'll just get his shit and then leave. Like you saw that with like the Dean Ambrose match, which is crazy. But like that that yeah. one was one that Brock wasn't asked about. Yeah. Like, why would you not be? Because I don't know. I, I suppose no. Imagine what, if we got Brock versus Moxley now. Like, yeah. the, how compelling that would be. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's the thing. It's, I guess, it's how like the treatment of of Moxley or at the time Ambrose's character then had he been allowed a bit more freedom, had it been maybe a closer to what his character is now in AEW, there might have been that more investment. But as you say, when. When Brock is invested into a storyline or a match, like it really comes across. Like you only have to look at his match against Finn and AJ and Brian. Yeah, um, I'm sure there was another one as well, but not Ricochet. Not Ricochet. Oh, his dear. stuff with Roman was good. Yeah, stuff yeah, yeah, with yeah. Roman was fun. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I'm still very excited for Brock to come back. I say that he'll come back, and I go, fucking Brock again. Depends how they use them, doesn't it? But that's the yeah, exactly. exactly. It's all it's all how they use them. That's yeah. the issue. 
Yeah. Uh, next up, uh, should we talk some NXT? Yeah. It's just, just one bit from NXT. Just one NXT but it's, uh, it's a lengthy one. Uh, so, Roderick Strong signed a new contract with WWE prior to his NXT return. Fightful Select said that WWE has seen a lot of roster turnover recently, but some stars have agreed to new deals with the company, one of which we've heard is Roderick Strong, who's one of the members of the new Diamond Mine faction. He's agreed to terms on a contract extension uh, ahead of the group debuting, as well as ahead of his wife Marina Shafir being released by the company uh, a couple of weeks ago. Uh, there have been numerous rumours NXT talent who have been taken off television and later reappeared uh, that agreed to new deals in the meantime. Uh, we've been told that Roger Strong figures big into NXT's 2021 plans, especially their efforts to add a marquee value uh, to the Cruiserweight title. That's good. I mean... Just have him and Kashi, the feud all year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just do that. <laughs> <laughs> we were saying the other week look about the kind of the, the prestige that... Kashida having that title is, is bringing to it and having it defended near enough every week or it's at least part of a conversation every week. Yeah. Um, it's good. It, it should be treated like that. I, I still think there's this weird disconnect with 205 Live and the Cruiserweight. Like, just have the Cruiserweight it's, like 205 stuff on yeah, NXT. 205's because... almost becoming like main event for NXT, isn't mm. it? Like they almost use it like a kind of feeder, like a, a tryout kind of base, don't they? Before yeah. they they bring people over. But one thing we both said for ages is like that second hour of NXT that they added sort of kills it slightly. And rather than trying to stretch the fat over that two hour thing, start feeding in cruiserweight matches into that. Like you've yeah. got the cruiserweight champion on the TV show. Yeah. Yes, you've got two five live. But realistically, who watches it? No one. Mm. So have a couple of things. You don't need to do it like Raw did, where they fucking they change the colour of the ropes and this, that, and the other. It doesn't need to be that at all. No. Just have them on there. Have them have more presence on there. You can still have Kushida doing his open challenges, but at least show those people that don't have the time to invest in watching 205 Live. Give them a chance to see who else is in that division. Because at the moment, if you tune into NXT and you go, oh, yeah, they've got a Cruiserweight Championship on there, you go, oh, well, who's in the division? Well, Kashida's there and he gives an open challenge every Yeah, but who are the other guys in there? Don't I don't know. Don't, don't worry about don't worry it. About it. Fine. Like, oh, have they got a match on the show? Yeah. No, they don't like show they, them on there. They've got so. guys like, um, that they, they, have, they have brought up, like uh, mm. Ari Sterling's one. Yeah. The former yeah, Alexei. Yeah. Um, and Asher Hale's another. And yeah. they've been do, doing a lot of like good work. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's it's it just just do what WCW did. Have the cruise weights like. In the first like hour of the show, yeah, just have yeah, them, exactly. have them like give them like 10 15 minutes and just let them fucking loose, yeah, yeah, agree. Um, but yeah, great. I mean, obviously, it's they're investing a lot in this kind of diamond mine faction, yeah. Um, they post these vignettes and teaser things for, for weeks and weeks and weeks leading up to the debut, um, and it's really it's good to got Malcolm Bivens on TV. It's got Malcolm Bivens on TV, Bivens, um, <laughs> and yeah, Roddy Strong is. It's fucking excellent. Uh, we were just pull back the curtain a bit before we started recording, watching some uh, PWG highlights, and Roddy featured quite heavily in some of those. Yeah, uh, and he's just fucking Sick awesome, kicking people and doing nasty yeah. looking ends of heart takes. <laughs> More of that, please. Yeah, um, let's get to some AEW news. Yes, boy. Um, someone else who was featured heavily on those P- PWG videos <laughs> was a. Uh, the now Malachi Black. Yes, boy. Who made his shocking debut 
at AEW Road Rage this Wednesday. Um, PW Insider reported that, as we've said before, he only had a 30-day release clause due to a clerical error when he was brought to the main roster, um, which is insane. <laughs> uh, he, he also spoke about like the lengths that they actually went to to kind of cover up him coming in this early. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Where like he... He uh, snuck into the building during the show. Yeah, they he, he pitched to Tony Khan about like the lights f- like flickering on and off throughout mm-hmm. the show, just to make it just to make it seem like it's just technical difficulties. Yeah. It's really clever, which was very clever. Like they did it during the Cody match where the lights went out and everyone was like, "Oh, yeah, yeah." And yeah. when nothing happened, it was like, "Oh, that's that's weird." And <laughs> Excalibur sold, sold the shit out of it. Going, oh yeah, there's there's a hurricane. Um, we're getting a bit of technical difficulties. Yeah, yeah, and then. Uh, when when he's shown up, oh my! Oh man, that, that we, pop. We were, we were talking about it this morning, um, on our like we've got like a little group chat for the podcast, um, and we were saying, is it is it as good as Moxley's mm. debut? And I think it's it, Moxley's in a, in a league of its own because you you had a feeling it was happening, yeah, but then there was still people who thought, oh yeah, Moxley's going to show up in WWE again, yeah, yeah. come back, um. And then when he's shown up in AEW, obviously the end of the big pay-per-view, he attacked the top guy, Kenny Omega. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely murdered him. Aim um, for the king. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then just, it was incredible. But this was different because it was, everyone was kind of, he managed to keep the 30-day thing quiet. Which right. Well, it was only came out after he It came out, yeah, yeah. After he debuted and everyone was like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and he's... He, for anyone who hasn't seen it what are you doing uh, where have you been super. have you been under a rock uh, <laughs> he kicked the soul out of Arn Anderson and then Cody um, the only downside to this is that his first feud is going to be Cody <laughs> yeah and Cody's got a sort of trend of a bad habit of just beating people when they come in the company and then them just losing all the momentum Yeah. however it seems like from, feels different with this doesn't it yeah from a lot of what um, what like uh Malachi Black spoke about Tony Khan seems very hands on with it with yeah. him, but want but also was allowing him the creative freedom to kind of mm. just do what he wants Explore to do. Explore his character. Which a guy like with that kind of creativity. Yeah, you don't stifle that. Yeah. So like someone like Bray Wyatt. I was gonna say he reminds me of Bray in a yeah. sense that like he's he's got that sort of like creative genius that you don't really see often. Mm-hmm. Um Well there, there, there was that it was on his Twitch, was it just after he'd got released and he was speaking about a lot of the ideas that he wanted to pitch like mm. within his return when he came back, when he returned on SmackDown. Um, and yeah, like you say, just such a, a talent, like not just in the ring, but creatively as kind of like storylines and visuals and stuff. And yeah, again, if you haven't seen the, his, his debut, watch that. But also if you haven't seen, yeah, if you haven't Ooh. seen the uh, like the video that he put out on his social media, on his Instagram, like, yeah. was it, it was only like a day or two before, wasn't it? It was the day. Was it on the it day? It was on the day. Fucking hell. Um, yeah. He he put a video out on Instagram and had there uh, Josiah Williams. That's it. In, and um, it also made a lot of reference to Buddy Murphy, yeah. which was cool. And it yeah. was like saying, "Oh yeah, it was just a, it's just a dream." Mm. Um, th- there's a horror film called The Ugly. It's from right. it's from Australia. Um, and it reminded me a lot of that. Okay. Where there's like, there's a, the main character basically got like a um, scar on his face, but yeah. every now and again, it, it like, it only shows up when he's like, oh, okay. about to do like yeah, murder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Alistair Black, obviously when he showed up, he had like yeah. the sort of bruising around his yeah, eye and yeah. he had like the. That's cool. That's um, really clever. 
Yeah, but on that, he actually said, call me Malachy. Yeah. And that was where it was kind of... Yeah. Also, they said there that Buddy Murphy, or Matthews, they referred to him by mm. his real name, um, is a patient in the same yeah. hospital that he was That's in. That's what intrigued I only picked up on that like and the second time I'd watched it. They've been having a bit of an exchange on Twitter as well. Yeah. I, I wouldn't be surprised if he either brought him in to feud yeah. with Alistair. And or Del- partnered. Or, yeah, oh. brought him in as like a henchman. Yeah. Because he is a henchman. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) He's a (laughs) henchman. But yeah, this is this is dominated like this is the the big thing because again, secrets like that in wrestling are so hard to come by these days. There's nothing. There's no. Well, I say that we've just seen one, but ultimately, like there's there's no such thing as like a kind of a secret in wrestling anymore. Like it's it's rumored before, it's on a dirt sheet, mm. like it's spoiled and here. The, the thing is as well, it was it was rumored like it got it broke like a few weeks back yeah. that he was AEW bound. Yeah. We we knew it was coming, we just didn't think it was this coming soon. this soon. Yeah, yeah. We we were expecting it for like him to debut it all out in a couple of months. In yeah. September. Yeah. Not show up. <laughs> at like Road Rage, yeah, the first fucking show with fans, like, yeah, on the road with fans back. Yeah. What and, a way to do it. <laughs> yeah, and this leads quite nicely into a, our next one as well, doesn't it? Indeed, yeah. So during his uh, appearance on Busted Open yesterday, Tony Khan said that he has surprises he's been saving until AEW got back in front of fans. He has also revealed that AEW will do another exploding barbed wire death match in the future. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's a. He said he was quite adamant about that, saying he's gonna. He, like he didn't. He said he didn't pay for the. Um, oh, the pyrotechnics. The pyrotechnics. Yeah. And he, the the crew were very unprofessional. He's like, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna do it properly next time. So okay, he, he clearly wants to like have that big moment. Yeah. Um, yeah. And yeah, I, I I mean the the match itself. We were talk, talking about it about it on our um our favorite matches of the year so far. Yeah. But the actual match itself with mm. Kenny and Mox was phenomenal. It yeah. was brilliant. Yeah, it was yeah. just everything but the finish. That that finish is like is what's marred the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a black mark on the whole match, which is a shame. Um, so he says about surprises. So obviously he wants to do the the exploding barbed wire death match again at some point. But in terms of surprises, do you think that means different stipulations or like well, sort of new match types or like people debuting? I think or it's going to be a few or- debuts. New time, um, like trios titles. The trios titles seems like something that's heavily rumored. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't. That, that's this is the cool thing with AW is that they managed to keep shit like secret mm. really well, like mm. Sting. Yeah. Again, we anticipated Sting coming. Yeah. He didn't show up, and I'm like, oh, maybe he's not coming. Then. Yeah. And then he does show up. And we're, Holy, Holy shit. shit! Mark Henry. Yeah. Appearing at um, Paul White. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Christ- Christian got leaked a few days before because it come up that his contract had expired mm, at WWE, mm. but still, they do a good job of of keeping things very much under wraps. Yeah, so I don't know. I think they're, they're doing um, Moxley's defending the IWGP US title again. Okay, at Fighter Fest against Carl Anderson. I think they might get a few more New Japan guys come over. Decent to wrestle because Mox isn't traveling to Japan at the moment because of COVID and because he's just had a baby. He's just had a bambino, yeah. Um, so it appears that New Japan are... Coming over here. ...are going to send a guy over. Um, Bring the Rainmaker. Oh, love it if Kota's showing up. Oh. Love it if Kota's showing up and challenge yeah. Kenny. <laughs> That'd be fucking awesome. 
Murder Punch everywhere. That's Murder Punch and Kenny. Because <laughs> that, that's something as well in New Japan that was un, left unresolved, the Kota and Kenny Oh, Kota and Kenny. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I'd like to see Suzuki come over. Oh. Murder Grandad versus Mox again. <laughs> Rewind it back. Let's do it again, lads. Yes, come please. on. <laughs> Murder Grandad versus Eddie Kingston. Oh. Oh. How <laughs> stiff that would be. Um, <laughs> speaking of Kenneth of Omega... Um, in addition to other nagging injuries they, um, that were reported on last month, the Wrestling Observer says Kenny Omega's been working through an athletic hernia. Uh, he recently received stem cell treatment and PRP, platelet-rich plasma therapy, um, and is feeling a lot better. Yeah. So, Gone. It, it's mad, isn't it? Like, he's still able to, even, like, with all these injuries, he's still able to... Um, compete at the level he's competing yeah it's mad just like stop chucking yourself about like a loon like add a few more years onto your career just wrestle a bit not that he wrestles unsafe but just a bit uh he just a bit careless at times yeah like just sort of disregard well, for your own body turning heels kind of give him a bit more like he, he can work a bit more of a sort of safer style for himself. Yeah, because he can shit bag his way out of stuff. He's not going to be doing like planches over the top rope on people, is he? <laughs> Every fucking match, he's not no. going to do the Terminator jump because he does. He wants to upset the fans. Um, <laughs> I mean, the other big thing to come out of uh, Road Rage F was Hangman. Um, yeah, I think it's time. Yeah. We, we've been saying this for weeks. It's yeah, 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 yeah. It, it's time. Yeah, I think it's it's going to happen. Hangman's going to get the belt. Like, again, that could be like one of the big surprise, like surprises that Khan, Tony Khan's been saving I, for Khan I on think, the road and fans. I think he's going to do that at that New York Stadium show because the biggest, cra- the biggest it's crowd, the biggest crowd, crowd you've ever got. 23,000, is it? Twenty four, I think. Is it the pop that um, the pop that Hangman just staring down Kenny got? Yeah, was electric. The only thing bigger was Alistair Black debut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not bad. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's not bad. To, uh, but yeah, I, oh, I, I as well. Just hope Kenny's okay. Like, yeah. hopefully, if if he wasn't in like the storyline of of his career, mm. you'd think he'd probably take some time off. But yeah, because he's doing this belt collector thing, he's got, he's <laughs> got to keep it. that momentum going. He's got to stay in in it, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah. Uh, moving on, finally to the rest of the world news. So, Fightful Select revealed that Moose Moose came close to signing for WWE. <laughs> Came close to signing for WWE prior to re-signing with Impact. NXT sources have told us that there was interest from the WWE and NXT side in Moose ahead of his free agency period earlier this year. Uh, Fightful are told that there were hopes uh, that Moose could get signed and head straight to the main roster, but Impact made a huge play to get him signed before WWE could officially negotiate with him, so the offer never ended up being made. Um... There was, I think, an interview of him this week, actually, like as this kind of yesterday. This broke was it yesterday, yeah, yeah. and him saying about um, the reason that the impact offer was more appealing to him is because he still had an element of control over his kind yeah. of creative and how he was kind of portrayed on screen and stuff. And he said, "I know a lot of that. There's other companies where you don't get that. So obviously WWE, yeah, um, which is." Fair enough. Like I, I'd love to. Selfishly, I'd love to see him in WWE. But at the same time, Moose Roman. Oh, oh, so good. Yeah, yeah. As I say, like selfishly, I'd like to see him there for some of those matches. But then I also 
worry that someone like that, who's kind of spe- had had been afforded the opportunity in the time to kind of build a character on impact and allowed that creative freedom that would then be totally stifled and take everything away from him that made him appealing in the first place. Yeah. Um, yeah, he signed a two-year deal impact. I mean, maybe two years time he will. Yeah, but yeah. It, it's, it's mad, isn't it? Like, the people just, like, imagine, even like four or five years ago, thinking, mm. people, people are going to turn down WWE. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. before AW was a thing, when it, when Impact and like Ring of Honor was the two like number two shows. Yeah. People, people weren't really turning down WWE. Nope. Nope. There was the, there was like the odd one or two, like the Young Bucks did um, mm-hmm. multiple times. Yeah. Uh, Kenny Omega did multiple times. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's weird how like, Punk's pipe bombs coming through. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It but, really is. Yeah, I, th- I think Moose made the right choice. I think he's he's got the freedom to work with all the companies like AEW, New Japan. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I think he's. Let's face it, Moose is going to be a star wherever he goes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he's, he's phenomenal, and he's got he's got really good mm. recently. Like he's awesome, busting out Spanish flies for fun, <laughs> as you fucking do. Um, speaking <laughs> of New Japan. Uh, and this is something I'd love to see Moose in. Mm. Uh, they've announced that the G1 Climax will be um, will start the 18th of September and conclude the 21st of October. Ooh. Um Yeah, it's it's weird. Like normally the G1's like July August time. Mm. Um, obviously the Olympics is why they pushed it back. Yeah, they yeah, want yeah. something. Yeah, they don't want to compete with the Olympics with nah. the G1. No. Nah. I mean, it's um, not like anyone's going to watch the Olympics, is it? No. <laughs> Empty stadiums now. <laughs> No, um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I I think I get the impression there's going to be a couple of surprises in the G one this year. Yeah, there's a lot of people like who you'd expect to have been in, who obviously can't be in. Like Osprey's injured, Mox yeah. isn't traveling. Yeah, um, you reckon we'll get Mister D Bryan there? I I think we might. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, he's he's been vocal about one wanting to be go in to the G one. Yeah. Oh, specifically in specifically the G one. Specifically in the G one. Um, okay. Oh. And there's guys in New Japan that Daniel Bryan fucking loves to wrestle, like yeah. Ishii, for example. Yeah, 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 yeah. Suzuki. Yeah. <sighs> Okada. Good grief. Oh god. <laughs> oh god. Oh dear. <laughs> Need to open a window. It's getting a bit fucking hot in here. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I I'm think excited for the G one. I'm very excited. You're always guaranteed match of the year contenders. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna try and watch it a bit more than I have done in previous years. Mm. Yeah, I was, I was gonna say um, the same thing. I'll try and make a a conscious effort to catch more of it this time round. Yeah, we'll prob- probably uh, maybe do some like reviews of like a couple of the matches, wrong? Yeah, yeah. I know um, we did like, last year. We could shoehorn a lot of the results and stuff into. We do covered the news, weren't we? Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, I think maybe this year a bit, bit bit more of a spotlight on it. There's another tournament as well that's in August that we can talk about. Indeed. Uh, so finally, lastly, Finalamon, uh, PWG announced that their return show will be Mystery Vortex 7. I can't fucking wait. <laughs> Square go, pal. Um, yeah, so for anyone who doesn't know, this is very cool because Mystery Vortex, it's it, it's in the title. It's a mystery. Yeah, yeah. They don't announce anything. They literally have their competitors come out and then when they're in the ring, they go, this match is going to be this Fucking hell. Um, <laughs> that last time it was main evented by Ricochet's last 
ever appearance on the Indies. Oh, damn. Um, where he lost to Chuck Taylor in a guerrilla warfare match, which was basically just a no-holds-barred street fight. Okay. Um, he did he did a 6.30 onto thumbtacks, which was sad. Jesus, wet. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then Chuck, Ta- Chuck Taylor piled-drivered them on thumbtacks just for good measure. Um, <laughs> just to say just, just to make sure. Uh, yeah, I, I, the, the, the thing which is really intriguing about this is obviously Excalibur's part of AEW, you know? And he co-owns it. He co-owns it, yeah. And he's, in the past, he's got guys from AEW to work PWG shows. Like, yeah, he's had yeah, yeah. Janela, he's had Darby Allen. Um, I'm intrigued mm. as to who's going to show up. Yeah. Because it's it, it's one of the only places, really, we'll be able to see, like, talent from Ring of Honor and AEW in the same place. Yeah, that's true. And yeah. all the other indies. Like, it, it's... and. Uh, by the sound of things, Tony Khan's a bit more open to like mm. just letting things happen. Like WWE were very strict when they were letting um, NXT UK guys on the Indies. Like, yeah, well, they were like, oh, they've got to face other NXT UK talent. They can't face other people. Which is like, well, what the fuck? What's the point? point then? Just put it on NXT UK. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. So it, it's, I, I, I'm just really excited. Also, it's just before the Battle of Los Angeles, which means fucking hell. Which means it's probably going to do some like groundwork to settle people yeah, yeah, in the, yeah. within the tournament. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be good. I've not watched any PWG, and again, I mentioned earlier that we were watching some highlights and stuff uh, from the last few years, um, and it certainly opened my eyes to some of the stuff that they put on. And it's purely like some really good, like pure, like awesome wrestling, but also like some. Re- Ridiculous comedy stuff as well, like absolute madness, lunacy. Yeah, um, I was surprised by how many now WWE and AEW guys uh, were in PWG as well. Um, yeah. But yeah, it seems like it's a lot of fun it, uh, if, to watch. If they're a big name in NXT or AEW, they the, generally probably have been yeah to PWG. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah I, I'm I'm so excited. They're one of my favorite companies to watch. Yeah. Um, Pro- we'll probably be doing doing some coverage of both. I would imagine so. Pro- probably do that. We'll probably we're probably going to watch uh, Mystery <laughs> Vortex Seven. Um, but yeah, it's I'm real excited. Yeah, I'm real excited for this one. Sweet. Yeah, that's, that's the news. That's everything. Yes. Thanks for joining us, guys. Very much appreciated. Um, if we missed anything out, if there was any news uh, that you saw that we didn't cover, give us a shout. Let us know on social media. Facebook at Untitled Wrestling Podcast, uh, Twitter and Discord at Untitled Rest Pod. We'll catch you next week for more news when we won't be in the same room. No. Boo. Boo. See you next time, guys. Bye. Bye. And now a word from our sponsors. Do you like beer? Of course you do. Do you like wrestling? You wouldn't be here if you didn't. Check out TopRopeBrewing.com, our very own Big Tasties brewery. They do a great deal of wrestling-themed beers, including Cold Stone Cream Austin Ice Cream Pale Ale and Papa Mango Mango Pale Ale also. They also do an array of T-shirts, masks, cans, and mini kegs. Check out TopRopeBrewing.com, or if you live in the Liverpool area, go to the Brew Tap in Bootle. And ThatchFace.com, where if you've got a minging beard, you can get beard balms, oils, and grooming kits, they also do apparel. If you put whatever you want in your basket and then go, Aaron, where do you get your discount? You go into the promo code at the bottom, type in UWP20 for 20% off. 
and proceeds of your purchase do go test out your cancer charities. You must love this podcast housing, the Untitled Wrestling Podcast housing.